there, welcome to the Modern Homeschooler. I'm Molly. I'm Megan. And today we are gonna be covering a topic that is so long that we decided to split it up into two different ones because we just recorded it and it just went on and on. And I, no one's gonna listen to us. No one wants to watch that long of a video. So this actually may turn into a three-part series, we aren't sure. But for now, here is part one of what is classical conversations? <laughs> Megan and I are brand spanking new to the program. That's your first um, warning, not warning, yeah. what's the word? <laughs> like um, a nugget of information. Yeah, nugget of information. We are brand new to We're this. Brand new. We are not experts by any capacity <laughs> on classical conversations. But uh, the fact that we are new, there's quite a few questions we had in our mind that are fresh in our heads yeah. from or June. misconceptions. That misconceptions we, that we have. Yeah. And so we just wanted to go through and talk about that today, hoping to bring it all the way down to its very base level. So um, classical conversations is a classical method of education. We're not going to be talking at all about the philosophy because um, there's just so many amazing podcasts out there and videos on what the classical model is. Mm -hmm. And um, we're not, we, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Not this point. <laughs> um, so today we just want to talk about classical conversations and what it is to help you um, to hopefully kind of demystify any of the weird or just different things that you just aren't sure what it is. Yeah. And so um, here we go. And so it is. So uh, first things, Classical Conversations is a for-profit company that is K-4 through grade 12 program that is family-owned and operated, run by the Bortons family. So um, she is the founder of what we say CC instead of Classical Conversations, and she started it with 11 students in her home in 1997, and she made it official in 2001 by incorporating. So um, I have a lot of notes here because I don't want to misquote anything from the website, and I do want to say I spent eight hours at least mm -hmm. on the website um, so I understand sometimes if there's miscommunication or misinformation out there about CC because CC offers a lot and so to go to their website and actually be able to I literally clicked top to bottom left to right and it took me over eight hours wow. to actually get through the info and so I understand if you're like a mom with like a five-year-old and a newborn and you're like is this for me and you go to the website you're just gonna be like I can't handle this. I just want someone to say yes or no. <laughs> I just say yes or no. But for me, when I've got two older kids and I've got time, you know, that yeah. I can go through it. So I get it. Like, if, if you're like, dude, yeah, I went to the website, like, didn't help me much. Yeah. Because there is, there's a lot of information there that you have to wade mm -hmm. through. All of it's good information, you just have to actually, like, wade through it and it's tough. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is why I have a lot of notes, because I just, I want to make sure I say the right thing. Um, also... Another reason why I feel like there's a little bit of misinformation on classical conversations is because there's an awesome Facebook group mm -hmm. that has 50 to 60,000 people in it. And so um, you can go on there and ask any question, but the problem is you're going to get any answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so the problem with that is that you're going to ask a stranger who, um, you know, some very detailed question about classical conversations, but if you don't know them and you don't know what their philosophical method is, if you don't know um, their just personality, if they're type A versus wild and free, their answer is going to vary greatly. And so, I mean, I know we're here talking about what a CC with our own opinion, <laughs> with our own opinion. <laughs> but the truth is I'm really hoping that I'm just strictly talking about um, website here at the
the beginning of stuff that I've specifically pulled off the website. So, um, so that's the first thing is that you have to go back to the website. If you really want to know what CC is, you need to go to the website. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so they are a curriculum company as well. So this family owned and operated for profit company is a curriculum company that also includes a one day a week community day. And it's in essence a part of the curriculum. And sometimes it's hard for people to understand that an action is part of a curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of one of my first like, well, yeah, like you yeah. have to go. Was, yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, so, but they just say that part of the, part of the curriculum is public speaking and you can't public speak if you're not going anywhere. <laughs> right, right. So you kind of have to look at the curriculum and see. So, so you have to be a part of a community group and this is another misnomer is it is not a co-op. And there are a lot of people who call it a co-op simply because it's easy. Like, you know, what are you doing Monday? Oh, I got co-op. Well, it's like a habit. It's just... It is, because yeah, yeah. it's a group of moms that are there, but it yeah. is not a co-op, because in the true sense of the word, if you know what the word co-op is, as, as part of homeschooling, is it's a group of parents coming together to co-teach each other's children mm -hmm. with no exchange of money, or you're only paying for the price of what it costs them to teach the class. And so if you're calling this a co-op, you're going to immediately confuse anyone who is thinking of the actual definition of the term. Sure. And so it is not a co-op. Um, but it's a community day, and and CC never calls themselves a co-op. No, they, they call no, they, it a, a community. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first that's the first uh, definition mm -hmm. that we want to make sure you understand is that it's not a co-op. But um, now you could also think it's a co-op because it's local moms who have children in the program that teach, and so that's where it can get confusing. But that's one of the requirements for a tutor to tutor at CC is that they have to have a child in the program. Um, so um, that's why it could also be like, well, but my friend is homeschooling and she's teaching there. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of why, I, why it makes sense why you'd be confused, um, but it's not. So um, also some people have gotten confused on the word conversations. Mm. Some people were kind of like, are we just going to be talking? Mm. Like what's, it was, it's kind of interesting because the actual name itself is confusing. And I just personally think that it gives a nod to the last few years of high school. So the crowning jewel of the program is the fact that you will have juniors and seniors in high school who are, who know a lot of information and they know it so well that they are able to debate as well as teach it themselves. And that's where the conversation part of it comes into play. And so I'm pretty sure that's my personal opinion um, is that it's just like a nod to the the whole goal of the program is the conversations part of it. So um, some other fast facts about classical conversations. They have 117,000 students that are enrolled as of January 2018. They have 586,000 books and curricula that were shipped in two, uh, 2015. Which I'm sure has... Go, it's, oh it's, my god, no. it's blown up since, it's, oh, since 2015. 2015. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. We totally just like jinx there. We Not totally only did. like 2015, <laughs> but jinx. <laughs> <laughs> buy me a coke. I mean, <laughs> buy me a Starbucks coffee that costs yeah, that $18. Dollars. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Dang> it. Anyway, <laughs> um, they're also international. They have 22 foreign countries that they're involved awesome. in, That's and cool. there are 2,500 communities in the in the United States. And this is literally off of the fast facts part of the website. So, anyway, so um, okay, so I am going to say just like one sentence about what classical education is. I know I just said I wasn't going to, but it's not like why or how or who. I'm just saying this is what they do, and this is this is who they are, and this is what they do. So. At the very, I know some of you classical education people out there are going to be like, 
seriously, Molly, like, this is how you're going to describe it. But I'm just saying, for the densest person like me out there who really needed it spelled out for them in ABC <laughs> letters, what this is, um, in the shortest simple way, it means you memorize a lot of information when you're young. When you get a little bit older, you learn a little bit deeper of what the memorization that you just had was. And then when you're in high school, you're gonna, not only do you, have you had it memorized, but you've dug in a little bit, now you're gonna know it so well that you're gonna debate and teach it. Yeah. And that's literally the entire classical model yes, lo for logic, CC. Yes, logic, rhetoric. Yes, the there's a trivium. It's a trivium. Is what they call it. Yes, but I don't wanna get into these yeah. crazy terms. Right, sorry. Because <laughs> it's gonna confuse you, and I'm I just, yeah. but yes, it's a trivium, It's and it's the three major things. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is what it is. You memorize stuff, you dig a little deeper, and then you learn how to debate and teach it. Boom. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so um, anyway, so what are the paid positions at CC? So it's not a co-op as we know. So how, how does it function? So one, um, CC makes money off of tuition um, that you have to pay to be a part of the local community. And from there, you have the first thing is tutors. So tutors are hired by the directors, who is the next person up from them. They are an independent contractor under the director. So CC does not pay the tutor. The money comes directly from the director in town. Um, the director um, is the person who hires the tutors as well. And the tutors have to go through a three-day training process. And they also have to sign a statement of faith. And they have to um, abide, by all the, abide by the CC rules and guidelines that they have to sign for it. So, um, so the tutors can be any, any parent who has a kid in CC that the director chooses to hire. So then they have the director, who is an, um, the directors are, um, are hired by an official support representative. And the, so the official support representative is a person above the director. Um, and they hire that person when there's need for a new campus in the, in the town that you live in. So then you have, um, and they have to go to two different uh, three-day conferences per year, which they call practicums. And then they also have to do a couple days of business training for the CC model of, of how their business is run. They're also an independent contractor from CC. So they, again, they are not hired, they don't, um, the directors are not paid by CC. The, the money that the director receives come directly from the tuition. Mm -hmm. So uh, from that there. Uh, support rep is the next person who is an independent contractor paid by CC. So now you're getting into corporate who is paying people. So you have a rep, so there's the support, the support team for the director. And then you also have an area representative. So now we're getting bigger, who's also paid by CC, who helps control the greater metropolis area, if you will, of how many ever that works out. Mm -hmm. And then the other paid position, uh, paid kind of is a book representative. So if you were to go to a three-day conference, the practicum, there's going to be books for sale there. And the person selling the books is actually making commission off of the books that you purchase there. So that's a way that you can save money um, by buying the books there without having to pay for shipping. Yeah. Um, and it's a way to support, you know, so I, I should say this is a way to support all a whole bunch of local moms. So yeah, it's all in your community. It's is, all in your community. And okay, I don't want to ruffle any feathers here, but <laughs> I would much rather pay a mom to tutor my kid one day a week than to go to her Tupperware party. Yeah, sure. That's just my personal preference. So I have no issue with moms getting paid 
to help my kids in yeah. one day a week. Yeah. I love that Leah Borton's um, was a homeschooling mom who saw a need, became an entrepreneur, and now is a millionaire yeah. Yeah. based off of off of an idea. And that's right. what I am. I am a homeschooling entrep entrepreneur mom who would love to be a millionaire. Yeah, right. <laughs> want to be a millionaire. If I could just be the, you know, the, <laughs> if only I could have photographed Prince Harry's wedding, my life would be complete. But it didn't happen. He or, did marry Megan with an H. He did. <laughs> he did. Yes. So as I'm describing these jobs, I am more than happy to support, sorry, there's a Thing. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more than happy to support these local moms who are doing what they can to make some money. Sure. Now, is it a lot of money? No. I have no idea. No. It's not a lot of money that these moms are making, but they are making money. So yeah. that's why some people are like, I'm confused. This is a co-op. Oh, wait, people are making money. And I, and, I, I mean, I, and I wouldn't speak for every mom, but I think a lot of them actually then put it towards their kids being able to do CC, which I think is great. So, yes. and this like was a misconception. Back into education, which I think yes, is awesome, exactly. So. And this is a misconception yeah. that I had is because we do have multiple friends who are close to us who do teach, mm -hmm. um, or who tutor. Who teach our kids. Me. Tutor our kids. Tutor yeah. our kids yeah. at CC, mm -hmm. and they would always say, "Oh, well, I tutor so we can afford CC." And in my mind, I thought it meant that they weren't paying for CC so they could teach as like a trade-off, you know. Right. But the truth is, no. They still have to front the money at the beginning of the year and pay for their students, mm -hmm. and however they choose to spend. And their their money that they get for teaching is or for tutoring is their yeah it's up is, is up to, totally yeah. up to them yeah. so uh, but anyway so they do get paid and I'm I'm happy to support that cause so um, they do and also another thing too I think some people get irritated that it costs money to do it but I mean um, this may sound harsh but um, a co-op is a luxury mm -hmm. um, it is not legally required to be a part of a co-op to homeschool. Right. Um, my children will turn out just fine if we don't go to a co-op mm -hmm. because I'm their mom and they also won't turn out fine if they go to a co-op because I'm their mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. yeah. I'm going to have the most influence on their life and if I'm a horrible person, it doesn't matter whether they go to a co-op <laughs> or not, they're going to they're gonna have that influence. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, Leah Borton's, she is more than okay to pay to charge what she wants to charge for her privately run company mm -hmm. but if you and, think about it too like yeah and um maybe we'll talk about this later but like yeah. what it pays for like you you're you're paying for the science projects yeah. like if you think about like your public school kid yeah and the astronomical list beginning of the year and how much you yeah you know yeah. new clothes and mm -hmm. you know backpacks and lunch boxes and then mm -hmm. you're paying for those science projects like all of that is incorporated oh, yeah. in which is great so it really I, I kind of want to know, like, if it probably evens out, I bet. If, like, if you're a public oh, if school you're all... student versus going to school. Oh, and, like, having to do bake sales at public school. Right, because and, like, then, all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the fundraisers all the, you have Yeah, to and do. have all the fundraisers, all the science projects. You, you know, I mean, technically it doesn't even out because know. our tax dollars are going to the public school system that we're sure, not getting. we're already paying more. So. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying. But, yeah, at the end of the day. Listing the yeah. fact that people make money at CC is not bad in any capacity. Yeah. I don't want to make that. No. Make it sound like it no, is. No, 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 no. They just need to be clear and understand that they are making money yeah. So some moms aren't a fan necessarily. So, um, yeah, so they, so those are the different ways that people make money at CC. And I will say, cause people are asking, well, how much are you talking about? Well, my, we are new this year and there are there. I'm going to talk about a few other programs later on. So before I tell you how much it is, I'll explain the programs so you can see what I mean. Instead of, again, 
saying a bunch of CC lingo that you're not going to understand like we didn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so for, we'll all backtrack just a little bit here. How does a community start in your town? Anyone can start a group. You just have to contact Classical Conversations to see if there already isn't one in your town and if it's eligible to have one in your town because if there's already one there, you need to go to that one. Yeah. But then they have a cap on how many students can be there. And it's a little bit up for debate of how many students because there's some like legacy campuses who've been here for a long time that they allow a few more students in. But I would, from what I understand, it's around 62 students or less, and it could be even down to 48. I forget. It all depends. So I'm just saying you're not going to have a campus with 150 no. students in it unless there's some extreme legacy one and, that's been there since 2001. Right. And our, in our area is growing massively. Like, they're going to be opening up another one, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. because we everyone was capped. Like, we made ours full, like, yep. just yep. having our two families join. So, yep. mm -hmm. um so yeah, so if it's if you're capped, it's a great opportunity. <laughs> which again you is know, a mis so. and I think that's part of the problem is there's misinformation which is like, oh your group is full, I can't join. Right. Kind of thing. It's kind of the attitude and it's kinda of attitude I was like, oh yours is full, I can't even join, but like there's like fifty kids in your class. Right, well right. that's just from the corporate headquarters. They've determined we don't want class sizes bigger than eight. We don't want the larger class sizes bigger than twelve right. for the older groups. Yeah. And if there's no person to teach, then we're full. And on top of it, they just have said, this is the group of the size that we're going to have. So it's kind of, it's it's tough when you're on the outside and everyone's like, we're all stock full. You can't even come if you want to. Yeah, right. But it's, it's, it's not corporate. Personal. It's not personal. It's business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a private but, business running their business how they too, choose. Like, though, I feel like number one complaint about, you know, a lot of like even, even private schools and public school is class sizes. Yeah. It's yeah. a big issue. And so having yeah. eight kids, I'm like, awesome because my kid's gonna have time to ask what you know like because yeah. mm -hmm. they do go through so much material yeah you know we don't have time for 50 kids to do presentations that would take three hours like yeah, exactly so yeah anyway, so i think so it's a smart thing they do and then yeah they mm -hmm. just open up more campuses if there is a need you know which there will be a need this mm -hmm. fall in our community to have another CC. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, so you can you can start one if you need to. You just have to go to the CC website and ask and start the process there. Um, how is the community day set up? Directors can choose when to start the beginning of the year and what time it starts. Um, but in general, the idea is that you start at 9.15 a.m. with 15 minutes of assembly and then at 9.30 you start your classes. Um, so if you want to start in August, if you want to start in September, uh, if you take spring break, if you take veterans day off, that's all determined. This is where it kind of is like, I thought you did this. Well, I thought you did that. That's determined by the director and what the local group wants to do. And like for our group, we were like no breaks 12 weeks straight let's get yeah, it I know. Like, let's, just do, let's it. just do this and so we started after september zero breaks and we just had our last week before yeah. thanksgiving and so it's perfect because that's what we like to do where yeah. other people are like oh it's week eight i really we made a break the halfway mark and like, now we're ready for a break, break. so yeah. it's totally determined so that's why that will different yeah. be different so what are the different tracks? There are three different not i wouldn't say tracks tiers mm -hmm. you have foundations essentials challenge and i'm not kidding you guys when i was at the practical oh this like people kept like, saying challenge and i thought they were literally saying it's a challenge it's a challenge yeah but no that's literally what they call okay so foundations is grades one through k4 so four years old you can start yeah and i see i keep saying one through six and i apologize if i do it and it i don't is. correct myself later yeah but it's k4 through sixth grade so four years old to sixth grade four yeah. Yeah, it's, it's foundations mm -hmm. fourth through sixth grade is an afternoon program called essentials from 7th through 12th grade is challenge. 
So that's how they split it up. So if you're in first through sixth grade, that's your elementary school. Elementary you know? school yeah. in the morning for mm -hmm. two and a half hours foundations. You have a lunch. Mm -hmm. If you're in fourth through th sixth grade, you can do essentials, which is one and a half hours of English and a half an hour of math. Yeah. Is what it is at its base. Yeah. And then if you're in challenge, it's a whole completely different program that is not connected to foundations or essentials. Although it can be held at the same campus, um, it's not, they aren't connected. A director of foundations and essentials cannot be a director of challenge. And technically the challenge director is also the tutor. Mm, right. So you, you're automatically the director because you are your own thing. And actually Leah Borton started out the program with challenge and eventually worked down realizing that we needed to help these kids to get to the point of challenge. Mm. So that's why you will see different campuses and why there are multiple directors, even though it's like, wait, this is like K through 12, but there's this people and this and this person is associated because that's how they do it. Um, and honestly, I don't think a director would have the ability to do both because there's so much work involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, they purposely split it up um, in that way. So, so that's what we have. Foundations, essentials, challenge. So my kids are in fourth and sixth grade and this was our first year at CC. So with our first year we had to buy all of the curriculums and tuition for foundations for two kids, all of the curriculums and um, and tuition for essentials which are separate because they're separate programs and with that with time with you know time cards with tin whistles which are recorders but they're tin whistles they're different in essence yeah um, with um, the extra some of the extra materials was about was twenty three hundred dollars mm -hmm. for both now next year I'm not gonna have to pay as much because we'll already have the books yeah. we'll already have the notebooks we'll already have the tin whistles we'll mm -hmm. already have the time cards so there's a solid five hundred dollars of materials that I had to buy this year that I won't have to buy next year however Harrison will be going into challenge next year mm -hmm. so I'm gonna have a whole another group of books and things I have right. to buy so we are so for two children for both programs we're talking with materials that you'll have to buy at some point yeah it's twenty five hundred dollars yeah and I had my my oldest three so my little one is in nursery and I don't have to pay for her but um the three I think I mine was probably about Six, between 16 and 1800 because I, my, Olivia technically can do essentials but we chose not to do it this year just because we wanted to like kind of, it's a whole new thing just get mm -hmm. her familiar mm -hmm. with it and I didn't want to like, she's not even reading so I wasn't going to thrust her into an hour right. and a half of extra English like, mm -hmm. so um, anyway so I'm just doing foundations and that was about mm -hmm. for me for three kids about what it costs with everything and next year will be, you know mm -hmm. a little bit well, it might be a little bit more if we end up doing essentials, so. Yeah, and yeah. again, that should answer another question that just because your kid is in fourth through sixth grade, do they have to yes, do the no. afternoon class? No, they no, don't. No, they do not. Just yeah. the foundation, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, and, and we might kid, not do yeah. essentials. We might just do the curriculum at home, that what they do. You know, you can do that. Too, well, you're so. not allowed to do the curriculum at home. You can do IEW. You can do instant, so they have, um, Classical Conversations has a <laughs> copyrighted material <laughs> for English for a certain part of it for the first half an hour, mm -hmm. for the last, or 45 minutes, whatever it is and then they switch to Institute for Excellence in Writing for another part of the language arts program mm -hmm. in Essentials so for that part she could do at home could but for, for home. the yeah. first part of what they say EEL which is English Essentials English language. I still can't. Yeah, I never know what EEL 
was. So e like, oh, they'll say e e oh yeah, challenge and e e l with the practicum. Anyways, e e l is the the essentials of English language, which is a different notebook. So yeah, anyways, that's what it is. So she wouldn't be able to do that at home. She could do I e w at home. Is what she's talking about. Something new. There you go. I know. So anyway, so there's are the different programs. Okay, of what they teach and do.